0: TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Up For A Chat with Cindy O'Meara, Karen Smith, and Kim Morrison. Here we are, Up For A Chat, about the hottest topics that are important to you. I'm Karen Smith. I'm Kim
1: Morrison. And I'm Cindy O'Meara.
0: And welcome back. Today we've got something quite, um, quite fascinating to talk about. Actually, there's been so much talk of late around um, superfoods, and it was a conversation that we were all having this morning. So we thought it was quite pertinent that we share it with you, as we do. <laughs> and it was about um, all the different, all the new superfoods that are coming out. I was at a conference last night and set myself up with my little kit bag for dinner and what I had in there was my superfood chia seeds that I'd soaked in the most amazing cashew cream that I'd made and I also had a half an avocado in there and I had a handful of blueberries that I was taking with me and so in my mind I thought that I had my superfood fix and I had my thermomix with all my um, crushed greens, my green type smoothie number. So in my mind, I had the superfoods, and I came in um, to do the podcast this morning, and I mentioned to Kim and Cindy how proud I was of myself, (laughs) in the hope that they would be just as proud of me with my little kit bag of superfoods, and it was amazing to hear the response, and I thought that it was really, or we all thought that it was really pertinent that we shared our views of what superfoods actually are, and what the marketing strategies are around superfoods, because one day it's one superfood the next day there's something else being introduced so now we've just got this cupboard full of superfoods and really is it all superfoods it might be or is this is there another way to think about the way that we eat so this is going to be a podcast heavily dominated by the gorgeous talented fabulous <laughs> educated news nutritionist cindy which um Will be spurred on with sprightly questions from the audience. Us, from from Kim and I, um, the, the the lay person looking to have our questions answered. Oh, wise one, but what, or should we just call you? <laughs> should, or should we just call you OP One Kenobi? Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan.
1: But you know, you use more superfoods than me. Do you realise that you use so much? This is Karen. I'm, I'm pointing my face at at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> is you actually use so many more superfoods than me now. You know, you're really getting into it, like your maca recipe. Well, I do love my maca yeah. powder. It's like
0: my maca powder to me is like an aroma. If you, do you remember Remember that cartoon? I don't know if you remember it, the Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew is this little... I love Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> Pe, Pepe Le Pew is a skunk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And he falls in love with a cat who's got a white stripe down his back. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. I remember that. And so Pepe Le gets himself up on his toes and you hear twinkle, 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 twinkle. Oh, yes. As he twinkle, twinkle, twinkles behind her because he's just following her everywhere. And as he's following her everywhere, he's got this yellow scent that comes out from underneath his tail. And he thinks that that's his pheromone, that's his gorgeousness. To me, like, I'm like Pepe Le Pew when I get the scent of... Oh, why am I even thinking about it? But when I picture myself with maca powder, I become Pepe Le Pew on my toes. It's like...
2: Let's <laughs> just hope she doesn't leave behind a scent that's as worrying as a skunk's.
0: Well, I never thought about that part of it. I just thought of the twinkle toes. Because like, as soon as I smell maca powder, it's a must-have. I just have this... I, I, I love I m- maca. must have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just... It fills my pantry. I love it. It's just the most spectacular smell. So, you know, yeah, anyway, less, less about Pepe Le Pew, more about you. Well, let's, let's Pepe Le Pew this. I, I,
2: just, I just want to read you something, how, how we market superfoods, Cindy, and then I'll, I'd love you to explain what you think of this. Not all foods were created equal. Some are so packed with vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, essential fatty acids, and other beneficial substances that they've been deemed superfoods. Superfoods have incredible health benefits. They pack a powerful nutritional punch that helps protect against cancer and heart disease, lower cholesterol, protect the organs from toxins, and improve digestive health. Some nutritionists even say superfoods can help you live longer. And here is our list of 10 superfoods that supercharge your diet, including fruits, vegetables, dairy, legumes, grains, and fish.
1: Cindy, what is a superfood? <laughs> you know, I, I have a real struggle with the word superfood because I actually think that every food that is made in nature is a superfood. So to pick out a chia seed as the superfood or a maca as a superfood or a mesquite or a lacuma or an a- acai, we, acai, we were discussing acai. how to say, is it acai, acai, acai? Acai, I always said. Yes. Say what have you always I've said? always said acai. I don't
0: acai. know why.
1: Just acai?
2: Like acai berry. Yeah, I know. Acai berry. Yeah,
1: whatever. Well, I? One of those. So, you know, like every new food that comes on the market, you know, we fa- we sourced it in South America or we found it in the the Andes of somewhere or we found it, you know... And in I the just, Chihuahuan <laughs> Desert. In Chihuahuan Desert. Yes, the Chihuahuan <laughs> Desert
0: is where our mesquite comes from, the Chihuahuan Desert in Mexico. Stop it. Uh, nonetheless, nonetheless, no dogs noticed. Maybe. So, no dogs were even hurt in the production of that. Oh, so. mm. mm. <laughs>
1: anyway, so for me, a superfood is a food that we've rediscovered from ancient times that mm. sustained ancient civilizations in battle or in hard times or in hardship. So they identified these as a full of nutrition. Uh-huh. That's where I see the superfood name has come because out. Because
2: you're right. It is a lot of the foods that are of older times yeah. or things that we've lost in our modern day diet. Because when I first heard of, um, I guess, even quinoa, I didn't even know what it was. Mm. But I noticed after I did a macrobiotic cooking class they talked a lot about um, the different grains and how to prepare them and everything but it was and she said these grains have been around for thousands of years but it so, sounded so new to me so are you saying that you think the way they market superfoods is based on foods of old that we're now they've never they've back. never not
1: been there mm-hmm. is that what you're saying yeah they've always been they've always been around like if you look at the history of the chia seed you know they they're talking about you know 2 3000 years ago armies would carry it and they only needed the chia seed with basically water, and it would sustain them for ten days because it was so full of nutrition and essential fats and omega threes. So that's what the chia seed was used for, you know. And you hear this every time you hear a food that's come out, a new superfood that's come out, you hear the history of it. So the quinoa, she's like, you know, I don't even remember the history of most of these, but quinoa came out for me probably. 10 years ago when I first started to hear about it. So let's, let's look at the typical Western diet. The typical Western diet is breakfast cereals, which is made from wheat, milk, which is dairy, uh, toast, which is wheat, margarine or butter, whichever they've decided to go with is, is dairy or, or, or whatever. Then for lunch, they'll have a cheese sandwich, which is wheat and dairy. And then for dinner, they might have pasta with a little bit of vegetables with cream. So basically, they're eating two foods. And that's been, which is wheat and dairy, which has been the whole Western diet. And everyone thinks, no, I have variety. I have Wheat Bix and I have bread and I have pasture and I have I yeah. pies and I have pasties and I have this. I have variety. But in actual fact, there's no variety. And we realize that it's, it's really important to have seasonal foods and a variety of foods. And I think what's happened is that we've become so sick with our nutrition and so bad with our nutrition that these superfoods have created have become into a market that is void of any nutrition. So people go, if I have chia seed and eat this normal diet, then I'll be fine. No, mm. no. If you just have one superfood and you're eating a diet like I've just you know talked about, to me, why you know like okay, a little bit of nutrition's there. So. You can't look at a superfood and go, if I eat this every day, but I continue to eat the Western diet, I'm going to be okay. Superfoods are incorporated into a, a diet where you're really starting to change what you're eating. Do you see what yeah, you, yeah, yeah, I'm like making
2: it. sense here? Yeah, well, I think maybe what's happening in the modern diet, I think you've really hit a good point, is that people are eating these superfoods on top of their bad diet, but they mm-hmm. think they're doing all right, so their
1: conscience is cleared. Yeah, so they'll, they'll get <sighs> the wheat bix and they'll throw the chia seed on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, maybe it is a conscious clearing, but you know, like for them. But it, this is what drives me mad: is that yeah, I put my chia seeds on my wheat because This is what I hear, and I go, "What a waste!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it reminds me of an analogy I heard ages ago. It's like when you
0: haven't brushed your teeth, but you go and use mouthwash. Oh yeah. Mm. So you've got to clean your teeth first, then use the mouthwash, and it actually works. But if you don't clean your teeth and you just try and use the mouthwash, you're mouthwashing your dirty mouth. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of gross, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of off. But I think it's kind of similar to that in that you're putting the superfood over dirty food. food. Yeah, it,
1: like it is. A, it's a bandaid effect, and it you know may help you for a short term, but it won't help you in the long term it doesn't it doesn't fix the issue doesn't no it? yeah and you talked about a superfood even giving you longevity yes and that's what we want, is we want longevity. But longevity is a result of many things that we do, not just putting one superfood in. So maca is, is one that's become popular, um, and then the chia seed, and the, then there was the goji berry. But a goji berry is just a piece of fruit that's dried. So is a sultana, and so is a currant, and so is an apricot, and so is a mango, and so is... Yeah, yeah. You know, the, it's just a it's way that it's marketed. And yes, it, it has a, has nutrition in it, but like I was at the, the Fine Food Festival... Um, in Melbourne, and it wasn't a festival, it was a fine food fair, and thousands of people from around the world were there, from China and um, the South Pacific and South America and Africa, offering their food. And what was really interesting is that I went um, to this Chinese guy, it was the only guy that could speak English, a lot of them can't even speak English, but he, he spoke English really well and I wanted to get Goji Berry into the Changing Habits um, food, into, into their food, But the thing is, is that what I found was that he said there is no such thing as organic goji berry now on a commercial level. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is what he told me. And I've actually, since he told me this, I've started to taste the goji berries. And there's a bit of a soapy taste to them. Have you noticed yes. that? Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. So they were bought in on as, as a superfood. I thought super that was food. just the taste. No, he, oh. they've been brought in as a superfood. But he says, on a commercial level, if you want tons and tons of this to, to sell, it's very hard to, to find organic. Uh, now, I may be wrong. There could be somebody out there that can, but he was a really, I really felt like I could trust, trust this one because yeah. he, he said, look, I can do this organic and I can do this organic and I can do this, but I can't do goji berry organic. It's a bit like us
2: with our oils, to be honest. Mm. Like, you know, when I see a skincare range say it's organic and yet I know for a fact that at the moment we cannot get some oils organically grown, like sandalwood or rosewood and yet I see a range that has that, I kind of go, well, how are you selling that as organic when I know for a fact it's unavailable? So I think people tap onto the bandwagon. Mm. And as a consumer, it's very confusing to understand what's, you know, you might go and get your blueberries, but then I just read somewhere the other day that blueberries and strawberries, actually all our berries, are one of the worst as far as chemicals on them are concerned because now we do see them maybe as a superfood.
1: We're wanting more, and to grow them more, they're having to put all the. you know... So, I had a really good friend who was a strawberry farmer. And she knows what I'm like. Yep. Kim's just shot herself.
0: <laughs> but I mean, we do it with everything. Yeah. We do it with everything. We want more meat, so we go and farm it. We want more chicken, we go and farm it. We, we're a hungry planet born around or based around consumerism,
1: for goodness sake. And in the process, we ruin everything. Mm it's the way we eat and i think what we've got to do is we've become got to become a microcosm rather than a macrocosm yeah and like my girlfriend um knew what i'm i'm like and she started a strawberry farm and she would give me a box of strawberries and she would say make sure you wash these she said make sure you wash them because we we put this chemical on it so they weren't organic but she would put a chemical on it. So she says, "Very important that you wash them because of the amount of chemicals they put on." So she really guarded, like, put me on guard with berries because mm. I always think of berries as a fairly good superfood. You know, your, your blueberries are wonderful. Your cranberries, you know, cranberries are really good for um, if you've got a kidney infection or a urine, you know, yeah, like a urinary tract infection. Yeah, mm. they're good cranberries. So I became very, very. Um, shy from berries even though i still love them you know you become quite shy of them and then you know there was that whole thing in australia where all of our berries our frozen berries are coming from china and they're using some sort of something on it so are they a superfood in the end i didn't know that Mm. yeah they're coming from china and they're using a chemical on them that's not allowed in australia and
0: yeah and my freezer is full of Mixed berries and raspberries and And strawberries strawberries. and
1: cherries Mm. because I put them in my smoothies. I can't use them. Yeah. Look, you know what? I look at it this way. We can only do the best with what we have. And I would rather see you eat the berries than have a lean cuisine, Mm. a meal of lean cuisine or a protein shake. Mm. So we've got to have some... You know, we've got to have a little bit of common sense in this way. Look, I would rather us have, you know, berries that had no chemicals put on it, and you can buy them; they are available. And what's really good in Queensland is that we have two seasons for berry. Mm. In the winter, it's our berries, so we, in our winter, our berries come in. In uh, Victoria, in the summer, their mm. berries come in. So, like I was down Victoria the other, the uh, like. Just a couple of months ago, and I went to an organic blueberry farm, oh. and just oh, wow. just got all the blueberries I could possibly get. got and basically lived on blueberries. So I try and eat were very they seasonally. Oh, that was stunning, absolutely stunning. She actually was. Oh, she realised wow. how excited I was about it. So she actually took me to the trees, and we were eating blueberries oh, off the trees. You know, oh, yes. so there's a
2: place in Auckland, just north of Auckland, called Walkworth, and there's a place there called Omaha Blueberries, I think, from memory. I used to drive up an hour and a quarter every couple of weeks, and I'd go and buy five kilos of frozen these frozen organic blueberries, and then have them in my freezer. Because I knew when he picked them and what he did to them and all that sort of jazz. Because I think freezing berries is a great that's, way to yeah. put them into your yeah, smoothies yeah. and shakes. And a snack for us Then the kids at night is sitting there, we'll get out a bowl of frozen berries and we'll, that's our sweet treat. Um, and the kids love it, um, but so it's and we freeze grapes, by the way. Oh, so do we. Yeah. Last night, that's the only food that we've actually felt like eating lately. We've all been a bit run down, but the frozen grapes are yeah. like having a it's just amazing an ice it? cream treat. Yeah. It's it's insane. I love yeah. frozen grapes. Oh, yeah. Love that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so have a baby. Oh no, they're beautiful. <laughs> and then I throw them in my green shake. Yeah. And when I'm making a green smoothie. So so we thought today, rather than say to you what the typical superfoods out there are, mm. we thought we'd talk about the food we think all, as Cindy said, naturally processed, um, organically grown, um, uninterrupted uninterfered with. With yeah, food, uninterfered with food. Um Are superfoods, but maybe we could talk about some of our particular favourites there, and and the ways that we use them, which we thought would be beneficial to you. So get in
1: behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I believe the biggest superfood of all is that when you grow your own foods, and you go and harvest them and eat them within a very short period of time, because. We know this. When we pick a food within six hours, we lose 98% of the phytonutrients within a food. No way! Yeah, within six hours. Did not know that! No. Yeah, so we lose 98% of the phytonutrients. So we've got vitamins and minerals, and we have this... um, We didn't realize this. When I did nutrition, there was no such thing as phytonutrients. But because we lost the nutrition of the phytonutrients in that six-hour period after picking... Uh, we didn't realise they existed, and there are basically thousands of nutrients within the food that disappear, or get lost, or decrease in value after we pick them. Well, you think about the hunter gatherer; they would go to a tree and pick the food and eat it. What's a phytonutrient? A phytonutrient is um, a classification of vitamins that we probably haven't even classified. Okay, so, so it's so they're like 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 tiny vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we, we can call them, all right let's call them tiny vitamins they're just called phytonutrients they're in the plant they're nutrients within the plant and they protect the plant they help the plant they they do things for the plant and as we eat them they do things for us and naturally once the plant is picked their usefulness is no longer yeah. required so they disappear got it yeah so oh my God. when you think about old days we used to pick the food grind it use it pick the food use it in our cooking eat it we didn't have to go to the supermarket that actually got their food from china that had been stored you know in conditions so mm. to me a superfood is any food that you're growing at home mm. that you go out and pick and you eat within a couple of hours so what i do is you know we all do this we we get our green smoothies mm. so to me, a green smoothie is going out to my garden and picking anything that's green, celery tops, sorrel, lettuce, spinach, um, kale. 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 Kale, in my yeah. garden. kale, parsley, um, spearmint, peppermint. Our beautiful Peter gave mm. us a beautiful spearmint um, plant, and we've both got that growing mm. in our garden. So I go out there and I just stack it in the Thermomix or the vitamins or whatever you've got, throw it in there. Throw frozen berries in if I, if I want an apple in some ice. Some I put in a zucchini, zucchini, cucumber,
2: a date. I will put a couple of dates if I want to sweeten it, and sometimes I put coconut yogurt in it if I want, to, or a little bit of or coconut yogurt. Coconut water, coconut water. Yeah. Um. And there was something, and sometimes, and I I do like to put in your probiotics. You know, a teaspoon mm. of your probiotics in there because I find that really helps with my tummy. So I find that shake, if
0: I don't get anything else into me or my kids' stomachs, I'm happy if we've got mm-hmm. that in us. I put the Inky Inchi powder oh, yes, in. Yep. Yes. Yep. in it because I'm vegan and I put the Inky Inchi in it now that my protein hit
1: and I just have that whenever I feel like it. Yeah. Like, there's so many things that you can add to create you know, the biggest superfood of all. And it could be coconut oil. It could be the inky inchi oil. It could be the inky inchi powder, the maca powder, the mesquite, the lacuma. You know, I could go on, and you you can go overboard. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the main, I think, the main thing that these that people need to understand is that a superfood. Is a food that is packed with nutrients that will be able to help your body do what it needs to do. That's innate intelligence that it knows exactly what to do with Mm. it. It Doesn't know what to do with additives, preservatives, flavorings, preservatives, um, chemicals that have been sprayed on it, anything like that. So that, to me, is my definition of a superfood. But then we've got the added extra superfoods. You know, like you know, we were talking about. Um, a fermented food mm. is a real superfood. So sauerkraut is a fermented food that will help colonate the bowel. Um, the nutrients, because of the way that you've um, fermented the food, are more available to the body. How do you make sauerkraut? It's it's basically cabbage. You throw salt in it and you massage it for 20 minutes about. Wow. Until, yeah, it's a fair time. Like. I'm trying to figure out how I can do it in the thermic, so I don't because your hands get really, really sore. So you finally cut, chop, chop your your um, cabbage. You put the salt in. How you much massage salt? It. Sorry. Oh, geez, I just sprinkle. So let's say. Mm, see another recipe. See, so yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the thing. Um, you don't want it too salty, so probably a teaspoon, maybe two teaspoons. Mm-hmm. And you massage it, and it makes a juice. Mm-hmm. It's actually a juice that it makes. And you want to make enough juice that when you pack your cabbage into your glass jar, that the juice is covering the cabbage. Then what you do is that you um, make sure that you keep the cabbage down. So you use the outer cabbage leaves and you stack it in your jar. Then you put the lid on the jar and you let it sit and it ferments. Can you eat it straight away? No, it has to ferment. Oh, how long does it have to ferment? Um, Like It should ferment within a 24-hour, 48-hour period. It will ferment, and then you can put it in the fridge to stop the fermentation process. Um, and if you've sealed your jar, then it will ferment to only when the oxygen is left is gone, and then it will will stop the fermentation process. And that's why you can buy sauerkraut just off a. Uh, it's it's a natural preservative, so you buy it just off the shelf rather than through. Germans the fridge. are
2: very much into it, aren't they? Yeah, and you have it as a, and you just then dish up a meal, and you can have it on your salad. Yeah, or you, do you just have it on your you salad? put it on your
1: salad. You put it beside your meat. Like they love their corned beef. Yeah, and I make you know, my own corned beef, I never, ever buy corned beef, I'll go and buy silver side, and um, I'll salt it, and I'll put salt, it. And let it sit for 36 hours in the fridge so that it, it does its own salting and its own um, preser- preservation, so I don't use nitrates or nitrites or any colours, I just use the salt and then I boil it, I boil the, the side. I know these girls are both sticking their tongue out.
2: Do you know what's so funny, mate? but that's what the Germans we a, do. We had a barbecue here one night, and Danny, hunter gatherer that he is, took out some meat out of the freezer that my dad had given him from his farm. Mm. Yeah, and they put it on the barbecue, and I was watching these guys. You know how guys talk and eat, and they and they, they grunt, they, well, they grunt, and they do their little macho thing at the yeah. at the barbecue. Well, they're all standing there, and they're all, and I'm like watching them drink like quite a lot of beer. And I'm looking over and I'm going, what's wrong? And they're all going, well, it tastes really salty. Like, And I went, are you nutters? He took out the corned beef, like the, the <gasps> stuff that had been done, um, and sliced it up and then tried to barbecue it. I thought it was hilarious. Oh,
0: but it would be very salty. And okay, they, were, they were downing beers like no tomorrow. <laughs> so how, well, interestingly enough, corned beef is my partner Matt's favourite. I mean, I think it's revolting because it's always got pipes in it. And every time I cut it, there's always pipes through the cut of meat. Oh, really? Yes, all these little
1: like. (laughs) uh, (laughs) That sounds like liver. (laughs) It sounds like liver, not silver (laughs) side. (laughs) No, no, no. It was very hard for us,
2: because and I, to talk about these things. Ooh, <laughs> whereas me being the meat eater in the in the
1: family. Um, okay, so fermented foods. What fermented other sorts foods. Of fermented foods? Well, so there's kimchi. <laughs> Notice how they got off it. But you were asking me what the Germans yeah. do. So they do their corn beef yeah. with their sauerkraut. Well, and that's well, what they do after the pod. Well, actually, I, you know, I will
0: get you to repeat that how you do your corned meat okay. because Matt would love to have right. that. Say it again.
1: That's in my book, Changing Habits, Changing Lives Cookbook. Oh, oh, is it? Yeah, so just... Yeah, oh, all you God, I've only got
0: three, yeah, four, yeah. maybe eight of those. Copies,
1: yeah. No, just look it up in there, And, yeah, and right. there's okay, a... Yeah, a how you do your own side, how you do your own preservation of the silver side, to make the corned beef. And then what we do is we boil it because the salt will then come out, but it's a preserved meat. But the taste is amazing. So I usually... I put clove in it. Um, and then I use... Uh, by the way, you cannot use the water because it's too salty. Um, and I gave it to my dog once. <laughs> oh, poor, oh, Opie. poor Opie. Opie. Yeah, it was just, he was drinking water for the next, um, I learnt big time, anyway. He would have gone for beer as well. Yeah, yeah, he was doing oh. exactly what your husband was doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so then, so it's really important to do fermented foods. So the, the, every culture in the world. Ferments. Ferments food. So it could be yogurt, it could be kimchi. Uh, A sourdough bread, uh, all of these are ways of fermenting foods. And the fermentation process, what it does is it makes the nutrients more available to the body. That's the whole idea of it. It's not only to preserve it naturally, but to make the nutrients available to the body. And and I've heard that it alkalizes. Is that that right? Like it helps settle? Well, anything where you give good nutrition will alkalize the body because the body is is well in an alkaline state rather than an acidic state, depending on which part of the body you're talking about because you want acidity in your stomach in order to digest proteins and things like that and throughout the intestine. But you don't necessarily want it in your cells. Your cells need to be in an alkaline state to be healthy. So anything that's going to create an alkaline state, such as fermentation of foods um, and looking at alkaline foods as opposed to acid foods, and that's the way they... They react in the body more than anything. So, you know, one of the things that I've gotten really interested in um, is yogurt and yogurt making. And as you girls know, I've just been to um, Italy to... Show. Yeah. Off. <laughs> <laughs> so I did go to work. I went to work. Liar. <laughs> so anyway, I, I ended she up... She skied,
2: she shopped. She played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she, she ate. ate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What she was really mad. good is that my luggage got lost for three days. Oh, And so well, yeah. I had to go out and buy all new clothes. <gasps> oh, stop yes. it. In that's France, the... if you can imagine oh. that. <laughs> that's,
2: that's, that's not a tragedy. No, it wasn't a tragedy. Thought, that's
1: actually <laughs> that's that's an, an opportunity. Unbelievable <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> it was. It was. It was lost for three days. So the airline gave me... Uh, $40 a day, which I thought was pretty pathetic. You can't buy much on $40 a day. No. Um, but, and you know what was the worst thing is that I had no 28s, no 28, you know, know, and I went into the pharmacy because there's no health food stores where I was. So I go in the pharmacy and there was Walida, Walida? Dr. Houshka, Walida, yeah. There was
2: chemicals in it. Yeah, well. I was really shocked. Yeah, there's a, yeah. There's a whole thing around a number of the organic and so-called products that we've all believed yeah. in for many years. A lot of the times they've been taken over by other companies, mm. and they don't have the same values as the core creator of it. And I'm not suggesting that's Walita, but I have noticed Walita is one of the ones that I always had up in the ethically natural me categories. Too. But it's changed for me over lately, yeah. just with what they're doing.
1: I ended up buying the almond oil. Because that's all they had. Mm. Um, and I also bought the toothpaste because that's the only toothpaste I could find. So I figured if oil and, and, and toothpaste is all I needed, you know, as far as that went. So that's that's all I went. Um, but anyway, I, I went to Italy to uh, a, play, a family-owned business that has been making cultures for cheeses and yogurts uh, and fermented foods for the last now, what's the problem? Were we bored here? You should have seen these two girls. They've had three hours sleep between them. <laughs> and they both did a yawn together. It it's was wonderful. It's just terrible
0: when one yawns, you always yeah. copy someone
1: yeah, yeah. else. I know. No. I'll
2: stop it. And I let's th-
0: not talk about yawning, because Yeah, just started. No, you know
2: what we need? I need to go and grab my green drink. Yep. So while you're talking, I will go and grab and a green drink. energy and vitality. Yep. We okay. need your energy and vitality. Hold the so, line, please call her. You really are a fly on the wall. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she is. She's going out to get the green drink. So let me talk about why I went. So I went to a factory um, that that's been a family-owned business since 1870, somewhere like that. And they make they started making rennet and then to make cheeses. Now
0: rennet is that the is that the, is that the cow's, the stomach, cow's lining? stomach.
1: Yeah. It's it's like it's an enzyme within the stomach right. lining of the of the cow and it makes cheeses. So that's where they started. And then of course now they've grown into a you know a company that Um, does ferments for meat, vegetables and dairy. So I went for the dairy because I was really interested in finding a really good yogurt. And I've been experimenting for the last six months in Australia um, with their culture. Yeah. Um, And their culture is is just amazing. It's a really mild, uh, sweet-tasting culture. So all you do is basically you heat your milk up to 90 degrees and what was really good was that at this factory it actually explained to me why we heat the milk to 90 degrees, what's the purpose of it, Yeah. uh, and, and, and what's the purpose of bringing it down to 42 degrees and why we incubate it at 42 degrees. And this whole thing made me realize the importance of fermented foods and especially yogurt within... You know a diet if we want to recollinate the bowel, so we can talk about that later. Because what we're wanting to talk about now is what are our superfoods. So one of them is our fermented foods, and so we've now talked about yogurt. You know, your white cheeses are fermented. But just just before you move on okay. from that, you know, in terms of the yogurt, it's such a
0: staple for so many people. Like you, uh, you know, yeah. you don't know what to eat, so you have a yogurt. We throw I throw nuts in the yogurt, and mm. that's sometimes my breakfast if I'm on the fly or what have you. It makes a lot of sense then that um, we would have a yogurt that is the right kind of yogurt because isn't isn't there a distinction between the yogurt that we buy off the shelf and the yogurt that we're going to make
1: with your cultures once they arrive? Yeah, definitely. And that's why I went looking because even the organic yogurt that I've always loved, even that organic yogurt, I just want you to know that Kim has just come back in and she has given us our green drinks, and they are very green, and, and they're very thick, and so they're very thick. Really And the two smooth. yawners in the, fa- in the in the in um, the podcast today <laughs> are really pushing it back and enjoying what's, it. What's in it? What's in it? Yeah, let's see what's in it. Kale, zucchini, spinach. <coughs>
2: oh, sorry, <laughs> um, kale, zucchini, spinach, coconut water, a banana. Almonds. That's what I just choked on. Mm. Mm. Almonds. Inca inchi. The oil? Or the powder? No, the powder. Uh-huh. And water and ice. Apple. It smells very sweet. It's very
1: sweet. I and just had a taste of it. And peppermint and spearmint out of the garden. Mm. Oh, really? So this is a superfood. Mm. To me, it's not a, you know, like one superfood. We've thrown a whole bunch of superfoods in there. You put it in the Thermomix and you ground it for about a minute. Yeah. And... And this, to me, is where we should be instead of these breakfast cereals and modified milks. Mm. So let's go back to the yogurt, because that's what we were talking about. So the reason I went looking for this is that I realized that some of my organic yogurts were starting to put AMPCs in, which are milk protein concentrates. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah, they're starting to put that in. And I want, you know, I don't want to dilute the goodness of a food by adding... Things to thicken it or whatever it's there for. I didn't want that. There was only one yogurt in the whole of Australia that I found, and I know there's probably more out there. It's just what I've found that didn't have an MPC in it, a milk protein concentrate, or didn't have some thickener. So that were my like, good yogurts. Yeah. But then let's look at the yogurts that most people think is yogurt. That's right. And they're they're sweet
0: treats. Oh look. I mean Matt we go grocery shopping and Matt loves his yogurts because they're small they're convenient and he can just throw it down. And Matt's not quite where I am mm. yet but he's getting there you know in terms of the way that he thinks about his food as he as he buys it. But it is he he buys that because it says no fat or low fat mm. and it's got beautiful bright pictures of strawberries on it. And it's very sweet for him, mm. so while he's going off sugar, that yogurt's a beautiful treat. Mm. Like that make that's kind of like his substitute. But I think there's a there's that
1: can't even be yogurt, though. Uh, no, and it's not a superfood at all. I was put in the exact opposite. Well, have a look at the ingredients. Mm. Some of them, if you look at them, they've. You know, they've got additives, preservatives, Mm. flavorings. They don't even have the strawberry in there. They might have a picture of a strawberry, but it's a strawberry flavoring. Mm. Mm. So that, and a strawberry flavoring has 48 chemicals in order to make it strawberry flavoring. Wow. So, uh, you know, you, you can't even put that in a food category. You're right. You can't even put it in a food category. But when you are making the yogurt yourself... yeah. You know, you know that this fermented food is doing you good and it is, becomes a superfood. A super the same with your sauerkraut. There are some sauerkrauts that are made traditionally and some that aren't. And if I'm making a sourdough, you know, a sourdough, I'll use whey. And whey is really, um, uh, is another type of superfood. And the way I do whey, rather than as a, as a protein powder whey and a, as a powder, the way I do whey is I get my yogurt that I've just made And I put it in a a cloth, so a muslin cloth, um, in a, um, a sieve on a glass jar and throw it in the fridge. And what happens is all the whey comes out of the yogurt, which has got its culture in it, so it's still in its fermented state and easily to digest. And what I'm left with is this almost this yogurt cheese, it's very thick. And I can make all my dips with that. Oh, wow! Um, yeah, so I can make dips with it. It can, it, and it's so thick um, that you could add it to like a little bit of soup if you wanted to, or add it on a dessert, or add it onto our cater. Mm. So this is how you make that way. And then that, with wow. that way, I will use it um, to ferment um, like kimchi. Kimchi is a Korean um, vegetable that they they ferment. Or I can make. Um, sourdough bread with that or you know all of these things I can do with with the ferments so ferments to me is a definite superfood okay so so
2: maybe then what we're talking about here is rather than a superfood we're talking about a superfood way of eating maybe you know what I mean so because because I would think that you know because people say that chia and um, is a superfood and yet so is kale so is broccoli but mm. maybe we could say green vegetables are a superfood so make sure you're getting your greens into you maybe that's the way we're looking at this
1: fermented foods green foods so- yeah, all your green foods like your your broccoli your broccolini your asparagus and especially if you're going to the markets to buy this stuff mm. all your kales or your all of those better still Sorry. the ones you've you've picked mm. that's, that's better right. still. that's mm. that's <laughs> You just dropped the phone. Sorry. Oh, sorry, I just I just bumped oh, my microphone. microphone, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, okay. Is it still working? We'll just make sure we're still on. <laughs> yeah, we're still going, guys. <laughs> sorry about that. That was all my fault. You know, you wanted to be a fly on the wall. Well, here you are, you're a fly on the wall you with really three clutches. <laughs>
0: you really are today. Because I, I just I just started getting excited as I turned around to see because I thought. Do you know, I actually went to put a beautiful big herb garden in my backyard and vegetable garden veggie garden in my backyard and I kind of got a bit disillusioned with it because it was such a lot of work and it was also quite expensive and I thought, you know what, I live across the road from the farmer's market and I'll just rip across there and go and get it because they know how to grow it much better than I do and they'll be able to <laughs> grow the variety. But now hearing about the phytonutrient... Now, by the time I get to the farmers market, that's already gone.
1: Mm. Your but farmers markets are better. better. So, if you do not have your garden,
0: yeah. your
1: farmers mar- markets are better. Why not just have a herb garden? You know, they're weeds; they grow crazy. And just put a little <laughs> garden out there and throw herbs in there. Is that is that what I thought they were weeds in your garden? Yeah, you
0: <laughs> I was actually, I was actually looking at your window going.
1: God, she needs to hire a gardener.
0: or she needs to get in again. <laughs> Bloody busted. rude. Bloody rude is what I'd say about this. No, they're
1: all her- herbs. They're herbs. And herbs, I heard a definition of a weed. A weed is a herb that doesn't have a definition as to how it helps the body yet. Something well, like that. And yet weeds, if you talk to some herbalists and people like that, there
2: are some amazing weeds out there that are phenomenal. Mm. I think the dandelion. The dandelion. Yeah, is and, one. and we
0: were just looking up lacuma mm, before yeah. is now, is considered a weed. Yeah, you said that. That they need, that there's a whole um,
2: So now when we're saying eat weed or get into weed, just stay with us here.
0: <laughs> I knew we were going <laughs> to go there. <laughs> Okay, so just say she's not talking about marijuana. <laughs> she's not talking about. It is a weed green plant.
1: <laughs> um, yes. Anyway, but uh, so. <laughs> all right, let, let's go to hemp. Okay, because you that's know, what yeah. weed is. It's a hemp. Is or, it? Yeah, yeah, weed is hemp. Mm. Uh, that's really? marijuana is hemp. Yeah, and they make clothing from it. Get it's out of town! I did not a... know that. It's they make protein protein powders out of. it. They make oil, oh. oil out of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was about to order some yeah, online. <laughs> I don't know anything
1: about that. So I shouldn't buy it then? No, no, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just. Um, <laughs> no wonder it. she's tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I
0: don't want to be stoned because I've had a. I've put a hemp oil a on A hemp my...
1: shake? I'm, yeah. I think it's a different version. Yeah. It's a right. different version. And of I don't one... think it has the thc it's something like there's that something i can't remember in, it in it don't, don't quote me here but mm.
2: there's something in marijuana the drug when you smoke it i'm sure it's something like thc and please email us tell us what it is <laughs> but there's that's the component that yeah. creates
0: all the the, the head spinning around the and if you do email us to tell us what it is we won't judge you <laughs> <laughs>
2: And we won't ask how you knew that. Correct. um, Which is why I'm pleading ignorance. You could
1: say you read it in a magazine. Yes, you could. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so yes. But it's interesting. In Australia, hemp, I'm pretty sure hemp oil and hemp, it cannot be sold as a food. It Ah. can only be sold as a skin product. In other parts of the world, it's it's different. I'm pretty sure. Um. There's a guy who's written a book called
0: Thrive and his name's um, Brendan Brazier, and he's um, a, the no-meat athlete. Oh, yes. Yeah, and I've bought his books of late. The, he's, he's got the two books on, on how to be an athlete without consuming animal product, purely just out of interest for myself. And a lot of his um, recipes in his books require hemp seed, hemp oil, <laughs> hemp powder, hemp protein, hemp flour. He's right into it. Yeah, he's right into it. So I've jumped online and thought, okay, well, I'll go online and buy it. Can't
1: buy it in Australia. I have to buy it overseas. Mm-hmm. Exactly for for human consumption. For human consumption, exactly. Good grief. Yeah, but I, I, like it's like any. It was so um, interesting that you say that because when I was bringing the Inky Inchi into Australia, I'm just thinking I could just use your Inky Inchi. Well, you can use the Inky Inchi; it's the same. Yeah. You know, it's well, it's it's not identical because I looked at hemp oil as using that as an omega three. Yeah. But the Inky Inchi came up trumps.
0: Right. And as far as
1: protein came, I think we're about ten percent of the hemp. Uh, you know, okay. ours is sixty four percent, whereas I think hemp was fifty. And I may be wrong here, but I remember looking at it, going, "Well, I'm not allowed to have it in Australia. I've got to find something else." Yeah. But even bringing the inchi in- 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 oil in, I, you know, we struggled at customs. Did you? Yeah, because it's a they call it a novel, a novel oh. food.
2: God, they, a novel it's new.
0: old ancient food. ancient
2: food. Yeah, <laughs> it's a novel. novel. I was
0: thinking novel. Is that in funny or what?
1: Like no, yeah. as in
2: new. Unusual, new. unusual, yeah,
1: new, more novel, new, or it's not a food that's normally brought into Australia. Right. So they were questioning it, um, and they questioned quite a few things, and it took us quite a while to get out of custom customs. But we did, you know, because these are new things. This is like, it's like when goji berry comes in. It's like when chia seed came in. These were all new, and somebody had to break the path to get yes. it into Australia. Yeah. Now chia is actually grown in Australia. Actually, the biggest growing place of chia is in the Kimberleys. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. In, in the whole of the world now is in the Kimberleys, and they distribute worldwide now, oh. whereas it's a South American. Food, but the Kimberleys in you know Western northwestern Australia have the same type of growing um, conditions, and so they're able to do it. Wow, mm. nice to know. Yeah, look, I, look, and and soup like superfoods. I think we need to redefine them as not those. There's ten out there. Yeah, there I, are hundreds out there, and and like I right like the now, way we're categorizing. Yeah, we, it. we're categorizing. So our first one was. Anything green, yeah. you know, um, all the green stuff. The second we, we did ferments, yeah. But what about our nuts and seeds? You know, our nuts and seeds are like nature's vitamin and mineral packed, um, without having to synthetically make it in a chemical laboratory. So when you when you basically have a nut still in its shell, and that nut the shell breaks. And that nut is in the ground, and you give it water and nutrients. It will grow an almond tree, or it will grow, um, you know, an acorn will grow an acorn tree. No, mm. is that what they mm. grow? An acorn grows an acorn tree. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's an oak tree.
1: Oak it? tree. <laughs> it's one of those trees. Was I on the right
2: path
0: there? Yeah. I'm just thinking squirrels. Yeah. You and animals. So I always, always, I always, as you always squirrel.
1: do. I'm just picturing little squirrels with a little acorn. They'd be yeah. very mm. cute. Mm. Mm. So the preservative is the. <laughs> let's get back on track. The preservative is the is the shell, and when you break it, then it it, it, it actually creates the plant. So if you break that shell. Long time, like years before you actually eat that nut, it's lost its nutrition. Do you see? Absolutely. It's nature's preservative is that shell. So I've always said um, in my book, Changing Habits, Changing Lives, I actually say, instead of just eating you know, nuts, why don't you eat nuts as you crack them? Because that's the, that's the superfood. Yes, you can eat nuts that, we have, you know, that has been packaged, but the best is the nuts in their shell because that's your superfood because it's still got the phytonutrients, the nutrients and all the essential fats. It hasn't gone rancid. There's no need for any preservative to go on it. That's, um, it's, it's almost like a tradition around Christmas.
2: I've always yeah. got this feeling You've always sits got around that. with your nutcrackers yeah. and your big hardened... Can you
1: even it's, get a nutcracker in yeah, your yeah. I don't yeah. even know where you would get nuts that are still in their shells, for goodness sake. Well, I buy them all the time. Like Here on in, in Queensland, macadamia nuts are local. Oh yeah, yeah, I get those. Yeah. I've seen And those. walnuts are winter and they come up from Victoria. Pecans are Queensland. Um, Ricky, my girlfriend Ricky, who I walk with, she has a pecan tree on her 10 acres. So, you know, I get pecan tr- pecans from her. Um, so it, they're available. It's just that no, we don't know about it because we're not out there searching. So that's what this podcast is all about. It's the so Karen to realise how to find yeah. nuts. And you know the other good thing about nuts in their shell? Is that you can't eat more than you can crack. Hmm. So you know you open up a pack of nuts and you just keep oh, eating and eating and eating I eat them. way too many when yeah, I do that. Yeah. yeah. And then I feel sick. Yeah. So this way there is a limit on how many you're going to eat because you get sick at
2: cracking. So we Especially need to make those a nice salted, roasted pistachio nuts that still have their shell. Yeah, yeah. Even one of those. Oh. Right. I'm just checking. Oh, it. we're taking that right. Yeah, showing.
0: Shame, shame, because I do. I can inhale a whole bag of those. <laughs> this so put good. me in. Put me in front of the telly of a, of a show that I'm just loving. <laughs> yeah. um, with a bag of pistachios. Bag of pistachios, and you know what else? I, I know this is just. I mean, for most people, it's going to sound silly, but I have a bag of lettuce. Yeah, you can sometimes you can buy the the lettuce yeah, yeah. in bags. Yeah. yeah, I eat that with like chips with my pistachios. Lettuce, chips Lettuce, chips Most oh. people will sit down with popcorn I'll eat the lettuce and the, I
1: love what chips. lettuce
0: You mean potato crisps? No, I eat the lettuce like
2: chips Like chips Oh, with your
1: pistachios With the pistachios oh, no, that makes, oh, that sounds divine And you know, you can actually make kale oh. chips Yes Oh, I Yeah, you know. can make kale chips So mm-hmm. you can just get the kale and, and And they can actually be crispy for you then Instead of soggy lettuce Well, can you tell us how to make that, please? Which one the kale? Kale chips. Kale chips. We just put it in the oven and usually Tanya and I, which is my daughter, um we we'll just throw some salt or in some some um, herbs on it and then you just put it in the oven and I'm just trying to think how long we put it in for. Probably so you roast it? You roast it in the oven. So in the oven. There's no dehydrated. oil on it. Right I don't put oil on it no. or anything. I no, just it's not put it dehydrated a... with the door open. It's just No, it's just door closed. door closed in the oven. I think it's 10 minutes until you see it looking oh. crispy. Yeah. Is it really? yeah, yeah. Is that all? Yeah, that's it. That's a that's a cow chip. That's all we do. We don't oil it, we don't do anything. We just put herbs and spices or usually salt. herbs and salt. Mm. I wonder if you could make a big spinach chip. You know you buy the big Yeah, the big one. The big spinach leaves. Like, like a silver bean. Like a silver bean, yeah. yeah. I tear it and make it into chips and then throw it on. You you, you maybe you could. I haven't tried it. But I take the stalk out. I, love I don't let stalk. the stalk in. Oh well there you go. So that so that's part of our greens. Oh, that's, that, well, that that would be part of our greens is our kale yeah. chips um, and our lettuce chips. As yeah. she's now
0: defined. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sidetracked,
1: Side-tracked us, but tracks. had
0: to get that bit of information. I'm for quite up, I quite like
1: it. Yeah, no, I, like I do it. too. So our nuts and seeds are superfoods, but yeah. especially if they're still in their Absolutely. shell. Absolutely. Seeds you can't get in their shell because they don't have shells, you know. But they're, they're they're nature's way of packing in nutrients. Cindy, do you suggest that we
2: store our nuts and seeds in the fridge and in glass or both? Definitely
1: in glass and definitely in cool environments. Yeah, I do not heat want them in, the in heat, hot environments. But remember that a shelled nut can take all sorts of temperatures because, uh, and I mean not an oven temperature, I'm talking about temperatures hot of, of, yeah. of hot days, because it's protected. But otherwise a nut can't. Um, you need uh, Look, if I had my time over again with as far as my house goes, I would put a, a walk-in um, cool room. And I would have all my grains and my legumes and my nuts and my seeds and everything would go in there. Like, they're in my pantry, which is in the middle of the house, which keeps cool because it's dark. And I always keep, you know, my pantry dark. So... You know, like, we we can do this. The best, yeah. But the best would be I'd love, I'd love a walk-in
0: God, cool room.
1: So, so in a new house,
0: you'd like. have a walk-in wardrobe for shoes. Yeah, and <laughs> the cool room. At one end, then you have
1: walk-in food room. Oh, walk-in so fridge, really. Drop it. Like and it. especially when you, uh, you know, when you buy in bulk. Yeah. And, and another thing is, is uh, that we haven't talked about, nuts and seeds, is the best way to consume nuts especially, is to um, activate them. And the activation process is much like it is in nature. When the shell is broken, it then is moistened by water, which then activates the nutrients to grow the tree. And the same would be for us, as if we have nuts and we activate them overnight in water, then, you know... That's like what nature would do yes. in activating it, and but I don't think it's it's a necessity. No. But I think it's another way of creating an even greater superfood with the nuts.
0: Because it's interesting that you bring that up. There was a thing on one of the morning shows. Um, one of the one one of the well-known chefs posted on Facebook that he was activating his nuts and eating quinoa and yeah. so on. And <laughs> <laughs> it just sounded sort of funny. Oh, I activate my mind. Oh the chef, yes, okay. Yes. Yes. She's gone there again. She's no, gone no, there. It again. just sounded weird, sorry. No, we Heron. all we know you, we've met. <laughs> um <laughs> Anyway, so he posted on Facebook that he was, you know, this is what he was eating. And then the next mo- and and there was quite a bunch of hoo-ha about, you know, him soaking the nuts and talking about activated nuts and the health benefits of it. He got a barrage of responses on his page about it, so much so that the next morning, the morning show, brought a nutritionist on and was talking about activating nuts versus not activating nuts. And they actually made quite a, um, quite a song and dance about it. And I... Were they
1: against it or for it? what? What did the right? nutritionist say? Well, the
0: nutritionist was actually saying it's a waste of time. It's useless. Don't do it. It doesn't work. It's oh, pathetic. You know, gosh. and it's the same nutritionist that also talks about Diet Coke versus Coke. She says go for Diet Coke, mm. and she talks about margarine versus butter. Oh, that's why. And go for margarine. Go for margarine. Mm. Um, so I mean, it had, the whole the whole premise of the of the segment was flawed, but it was interesting because I thought, well, what are they basing their research mm-hmm. on? Because Clearly, when they say go for Diet Coke over Coke or margarine over butter, there's clearly no research, and Blind Freddie can see that there's no research behind that. But I thought it was interesting because there was a lot
1: of controversy just about soaked nut. Yeah, I know. Like, like, what the... Uh, I know. Why it's such the? a simple thing to do. Like, I'm soaking nuts in the fridge right now because mm-hmm. I'm going to make some Brazil nut milk. Oh. But I know when I'm doing...
2: The kids, if I was making a, a curry for dinner tonight, I put my rice, my my brown rice i put into a bowl of water before i cook it tonight i love soaking my
1: rice and my nuts and And it cooks quicker Mm. so you're not using as much energy uh and and the soaking process is a natural process that happens in nature Mm. and so when i whenever somebody says something to me uh about like is soaking nuts a crazy thing to do or not Mm. i actually go back to nature and i go well what would nature do It's like, what would love do? You know, there's that Mm. show, what would love do? A lot of people do that. Well, I do. What would nature do? And nature will soak the nuts Mm. in order for it to... ...burst open. Yeah, Mm. germinate. Burst Mm. open and create whatever it is creating. And it's in that
2: moment, I would imagine, the highest, most potent... Amount of vitamins, nutrients, and phytonutrients and everything would be there in order to create that growth, wouldn't it? You used the
1: phytonutrient word.
0: (laughs) 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 She's she's trying, she's,
1: yeah, anyway. So, like, we've just done nuts and seeds. You've actually brought up a really good superfood, mm. which is sprouted yes. food. So it mm. could be sprouted nuts, sprouted seeds. So a lot of people know of alfalfa, you know, or one of those, I don't even know. There's sprouted snow peas. Yeah, the and snow peas. There's, mung beans. and There's heaps of them out there. You can sprout any seed and mm. it's a matter of soaking first. You know, you've got to soak them first and then you, you empty the water out. So what I do is I have mine in a glass jar. You don't need anything special. just need a glass jar. Put a teaspoon of your seed Uh, And make sure the seed hasn't been irradiated or or anything like that. Make sure it's a sprouting seed because some of our seeds that come in from overseas do get irradiated and there's no way that they can sprout. What's irradiated? Well, because of our customs, especially in Australia, they want to make sure that there's no... Bugs. Bugs and scary things on on foods that come in. When you bring organic produce in, it goes through special... Uh, a process so that they do not fumigate it they don't irradiate it they don't do anything like that like a lot of our spices are are irradiated that come into the country that's why i always get whole spices and that's there you know there's another superfood um that we'll go into is is you know the spices and things like that all right so our sprouts let's talk about sprouts so i get a glass jar put a teaspoon of my seed in i um add water to it and I let it soak overnight. I then have a muslin cloth over the um, the mouth of the jar. I put an elastic band around it. Pour the water out, and I put it on its side, making sure that you know they're they're really separated. And I just put it on my kitchen bench where there's some sunlight coming in, or you know there's light. And then I rinse them every day. Living in a humid environment, especially in the summer in Queensland, is very hard to sprout. They go moldy before they really sprout. I yeah. found
0: that. I actually yeah. went out
1: and bought a three-layer yeah. sprouter. Of course you did.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: That's she didn't right. just do did the glass jar.
0: <laughs> no, well, I saw the glass jar. This is funny, actually, because I saw the glass jar. I Googled it. And I saw the glass jar, and I thought, that's all far too hard. Um, let me go and get a little maker. So I toodled off and got me a $40 maker, which is just this three ti- three-tiered sprout doohickey thingy. And um, that was the problem. I bought yeah. my I bought my beautiful adzuki beans because I wanted to sprout beans. So I brought the I bought the beautiful adzuki beans, the black eyes, um, the mung beans, and I put them all in their separate little layers. But the ones on the bottom just turned to
1: squishy, mushy, mm. furry stuff, mm. and the ones on the top didn't actually sprout. It's at the all. humidity in the summer. Try it in the winter, and we'll have this discussion uh, when you've done the winter. we in this. Where are we? April,
0: May. No. Uh, I threw out the sprout. Yeah. Right? Oh, did you? That I did. Oh.
1: I did because yeah, I thought it doesn't work. Back to the glass jar. Glass back to the glass Yeah, back to basics. I like. I try and reuse. I'm a recycler back to basics, never go and buy another bit of equipment. I've got my Thermomix. That's it. And that's it. That's all I, that's mm. all I, all say, I want. It does so it doesn't you are. Right so the sprouts are also a... Love my sprouts. Yeah, are Ooh. a superfood. Um, and we've, we've talked about the ancient foods like your chia, your akai, your maca, your lacuma, your mesquites. All of them are out there and, and are available. Health food stores? Health organic food stores, shops. yeah, and organic shops. Um, the thing is, is that do we need them all? You know, lacuma is a sweeter one. Maca is not so sweet. You like it for your chocolate to create a more vanilla taste. Um, uh, mesquite
0: um i love this i love the mesquite as well it's got a very sweet sweet taste beautiful flavor i'm just sitting here thinking to myself you know i i mean i really do have this on for the for the maca i wonder if our body actually tells us what we need you know like mm. if we're to listen to the innate intelligence of the body you're not a fan of maca whereas i mm. am a lover of it cindy and i just wonder if our bodies tell us what we actually need mm. and then you know, it gets to the point where we don't need that anymore.
1: But if it's telling you you need McDonald's and it's got a problem. <laughs> Good point, <laughs> true. that's true.
0: Good point, too <laughs>
2: And some people will be sitting there going, my body always tells me it needs ice cream. Yeah.
1: yeah. But the thing is, is that when you are feeding that innate intelligence, yeah. the proper resources, it will tell you. Yeah. But if there's someone out there and they're not eating... Like these types of superfoods that we're talking about, which are everyday foods, really. But if they're not eating these superfoods and they're eating dead foods, such as processed foods, lean yes. cuisine, pizzas that are made with cheeses that are not even fermented, you know, and with made with hydrogenated vegetable, and their body is craving something, they're getting the wrong signals because the body can't signal the right thing if you're giving it the wrong, wrong, you know, mm. resources. And it's like, um, you know, if you feed a, a petrol car diesel, it, it's the it's fuel. But it won't work. Mm. It's the wrong fuel. So, so the, the, the 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 firing of the mechanism gets all crossed up because it's not. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's why. Yeah, got it. All right. So so there are ancient foods which include quinoa as well, mm-hmm. amaranth. Mm-hmm. There's so many of them out there now. But what's really interesting, I was listening to a um, an interview by a she was an anthropologist, archaeologist, and she looks at. What foods were like a hundred thousand years ago? Oh wow, how fascinating! Yeah, and most of the foods we eat are actually domesticated foods; they're not our wild foods. So she compared the wild carrot to the carrot we have today. Wow! Oh, wow. She compared all a wild banana. She said a wild banana has so many seeds in it, you would be sick of eating it. All bananas these days are actually um, planted as a result of. Um, what do they call it? Um, Uh, Grafting. Grafting. Grafting and things like that. They don't have banana seeds.
0: Well, it's interesting actually that you should say that because the other day I was chopping up some banana to put onto my chia and sometimes I find there's a couple of little dark spots in the centre of the banana and I looked at it and I thought, I wonder if that's a banana seed and if I put that in the ground will I grow a banana tree. Yeah, but
2: if you eat the bananas in tropical islands or places like that, they're very seedy. Yeah. As in like,
1: They've not been manipulated in the way that we do it. It's mm. quite, it was quite interesting listening to her, mm. uh, and I've actually put it on my Facebook as, as something for people to watch, and it's quite interesting, people going, oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. But I actually was quite intrigued by it. So many of the foods that we eat... Are not ancient foods, so finding these ancient foods such as acai and mesquite and lacuma are worth finding and putting into the diet because then we're getting some wild counterparts oh, instead of the carrot beautiful. or something like that. Yeah, mm. even the lettuce. She said the lettuce was very bitter, and look, there are like a mm. rocket. I mm. wonder if rocket's an ancient one because that's got that. I love rocket. Yeah, I do too. Mm. And same with peppery. and what's that other yeah. peppery? Um,
2: is it watercress?
1: Water yeah, Chris watercress. love watercress. So do I. Yeah, I love watercress. So uh, you know that's that's why I think ancient foods are really important as part of our superfoods uh, and whole spices. So many of our spices have oils in them, and the minute you—it's like the nut; it's protected by the shell. Uh, if you look in a nutmeg or a mace or cinnamon bark, or it's—they're all in their hard—they're—they're they're in a hard shell almost. And it's when you break that shell that the oils start to permeate. And you can smell it if you put it in the Thermix and you, oh. you break a nutmeg. For my clove. gosh, or a clove. Or a, um, yeah. a cardamom pod. Or... Yeah. Mm. So I try and buy all my spices whole now. And not in their um, powder yeah. form. And then I powder them in the thermix Or, you know, people have got... You can use a coffee grinding machine or anything like that you can yeah. can use in order to, to grind them. They so, taste different too, don't mm, they? They do. Got, you don't got need a more as powerful much. taste. Yeah. Yeah. Like when we make the chai tea, oh. I make everything. Should like have chai, one one tea.
2: chai tea. Chai tea? Chai tea. Just chai. <laughs> Just
1: Oh, well,
0: have you got it all?
2: Oh, I've got it all. Yeah. <gasps> With ginger. And we put ginger into it. We put... Um, Oh, all the spices and oh, nice, just heaven. Add water to it. Is it like a? Is, is it like a cinnamon, a clove, a star anise, star anise, nutmeg? Um, what else? Do we all it? In a cardamom, black pepper, mm. clove. And then we just grind. there's only a couple of each. It's not like you put yeah. heaps. And then you grind it for thirty seconds, twenty seconds. Then you fill it with water and you seep it for or
1: boil it for 10, 15 minutes. I don't even boil it no, now. I, I try to not 80. to take it to 100 degrees. I try and put it at about... Well, I'm going to drink it at, at 70. Yeah. So I put it at about 80 or yeah, 90. That's a neat thing about And just 70. let it... Yeah, okay. and let it steep for about 10 minutes. Mm. So you're not destroying mm. all the nutrients that you've just... You know, least you can warm up some almond or rice um, milk,
2: and then froth it in one of those little hoo flicky things, <laughs> <laughs> and then you put it on top of the chai tea, and then you sprinkle a bit of honey and cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, we'll have one after this. <laughs> oh, doesn't um, that just sound smell You should smell the house when you're making one. It's beautiful. So I'm loving the way
1: we're looking at superfoods here. Yeah. Like we're looking at it as a whole group, but each within their group. Are there any mm. other groups? Well, our root. Our, our root vegetables like ginseng and garlic and gin, um, ginger and turmeric and gangling. How do you that say one. No, one. You know the one I'm talking about. Galangal. Uh, Galangal, thank you. There's all of these that are now available... Um, in their whole form. Mm. So to me, your root vegetables are another super group, we mm. should call them, um, mm, which right. have superfoods in them. Because garlic has an antibiotic, Absolutely. an antiviral, an anti... Yeah, all of those things are there. Ginger is wonderful for nausea, and and it has its medicinal, mm. yeah, it, tummies. Mm. So it's really good for medicinal. Ginseng has been known for throughout the Asian continents for generations as something that is an elixir for health. Mm. So you know these and, are and, also important. And turmeric, yeah, is amazing for the skin, skin. yeah, um, and burns, mm. Mm. and great for the immune system. Great healer. Mm. Do you know when I was in Africa? Um, My girlfriend and I, while we were there, we had turmeric, hot water, and honey every single morning to keep our immune system going. Oh, get out and and that! So obviously it worked, and it was we we never, you know, we felt great, and we tried to give it to the guys (laughs) and the kids, but it was just her and I that drank it. I actually loved the taste of it. I really enjoyed it, and whenever I do that now, it reminds me of being in Africa. Hungry lion would have liked the taste of you too. Yeah, (laughs) 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 flavoury, nice. Nice. (laughs) The turmeric and sweetener is (laughs) honey.
0: I'm interested about that because, you know, we do so much traveling and I've got a world of traveling coming mm, up. You do? Well, so have you. Mm. Um, turmeric? Yeah, I'm wondering mm. if we don't just okay, mix up so... a bottle of turmeric with honey and boiling water and keep mm. that in the flask that flies on the plane with us. Yeah, with they the won't King's let you take it on. immune boost. Yeah, you they can't. won't
2: let you take it on. So you know what? But you know what we just did? Uh, just been overseas. We'll make a paste. It and every it, morning. It? A bottle yeah. A yeah. Paste work. Every morning, I had this beautiful man. You know how beautiful it is when you're staying in a hotel and other people cook for you and things. This beautiful man, Errol, would come down every morning and he would make my tea, which was a bunch of peppermint or, or mint, slices of ginger. Yeah. And slices of lemon. Ah. You'd fill it with water, and that was my morning tea every morning. So ginger, mint, and lemon was my morning tea. just seeped for 10 minutes. Mm. I'd take it back to my room, and I'd sip on it through the day. The most beautiful tea. I loved it. You don't even need tea bags. Like, if you want to make infused type of drinks. These, to me, are superfood. This is
1: using superfoods in its best way. Mm. Anything else? Well, you know, I was just thinking of something as we were talking about international travel, because I had something... Uh, actually, we've just looked at the time, and it's uh, <laughs> or, or an hour. Either. So we might leave that international travel for another yeah, conversation, because I, I, I think that is a whole that's other topic a whole on how yeah. to care for yourself yeah. when you're traveling, um,
0: from a skincare perspective, yeah. from a mental perspective, and sleep and eating, um, and and and
1: eating. Yeah. Um, so that's a really good next topic. I just want everybody to know that we. Absolutely floor ourselves that we can talk about one topic for an hour. <laughs> when we start, we go, "God, is this really going to go for an hour? Have we really got that much to say?" And we do. Here we are, one minute, and three, uh, one hour, and three minutes later, and you need to finish up, Karen. <laughs> so, as well,
2: we'll, 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 just before you do, oh, very see, quickly, very more.
1: quickly, just give us the eight. What we consider were the eight okay. superfoods. So, one is all your greens, but especially freshly picked. Two is all your ferments. Three are your nuts and seeds, but especially in their shells in their shell and activated by being soaked. Four are our ancient foods, so the macas and the lacumas and the chia's and the inky inches, etc. Five, I actually put as ancient fruits because we didn't even get a chance to talk about that. Uh. But your ancient fruits, um, we, we might talk about that another time, but they're like your goji berries and, and yep. those types of things. And my bushy plums. And the... Yeah, yeah, all of those. Six was our sprouts. Seven was whole spices. And eight are root vegetables such as garlic and ginger and ginseng. Fantastic. Well done. So if you
0: guys have any other ideas or if you have any other um, uh yeah, ideas and, and, and recipes and, and, and thoughts around superfoods, be sure to share them. You know, we've got our Facebook page now, which is www.facebook.com forward slash up for a chat. Jump on there and share your recipes with each other. Anything that you've done specifically with superfoods, let's get it out. Let's get as many people playing with this as much as we possibly can. Because, you know, once we start to experiment with food, the world's our oyster and it's amazing. Also, join us on com forward slash up for a chat where we love to get your comments and we love to interact with you there as well it's great hanging out with you so join us here is your professional reminders on up for a chat next week and be part of the ripple effect that's changing the world bye for now this has been a production of the check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch Streaming wellness into your lives. Hi, Dr. Brett Hill from that Paleo show here. Would you like to dedicate 10 hours to yourself to get your nutrition, your exercise, and your mindset all on track? Would you like to do it with the Wellness Guys, the Up for a Chat Girls, and over 500 other wellness enthusiasts? Then you have to join us Saturday, August the 17th at Crown Melbourne for our next Wellness Summit. We'd love to see you there. For great group discounts and to secure your spot, go to www.thewellnesssummit.com.